0: This Talking Flutes podcast is kindly sponsored by Trevor James Flutes, making life sound beautiful. You can show them some flute love by following them on Instagram at TJ Flutes, Trevor James Flutes on Facebook and at TrevorJamesFlutes.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Talking Flutes. I'm Claire Southworth. Now, in my last podcast, I mentioned i briefly chat about my early musical influences, which were entirely pop and rock. And they included uh, Jethro Tull, Mamas of the Poppers, Moody Blues and Focus. When I listened to these tracks originally, I was so young, having only just got hold of a flute, and I listened without prejudice or criticism. I just knew that I loved the sound of flute, especially in pop or rock settings. Now, when I listen... I still have the memory of the joy they gave me, but my classically trained ears start to listen more critically. I almost wish that I hadn't started so soon with my formal flute lessons, with the obligatory Tune Day But One, because it stopped me from copying these fabulous solos and improvising. Sometimes formal training can inhibit the freedom of creativity, and it certainly stopped me in my tracks. Who knows, if I'd gone down a slightly different route, I might today be a retiring rock musician What a thought that is. I've always loved the variety of jazz, rock, pop and classical. I've spoken before about the first tune I ever played on my flute, which was Jethro Tull's Living in the Past. And when I first heard this song, it captivated me. I couldn't stop listening to it. Ian Anderson, the flutist, was way ahead of his time in terms of new flute sounds, singing and playing, multiphonic slides, much, much more. It was exciting, innovative, daring, and I was mesmerized. Now, unfortunately, I'm not allowed legally to play original extracts, and my keyboard skills are zero. But I wanted to give you a snippet of some of the flute solos. So here in my very amateurish way, please forgive me, to give you an idea is a small, very basic fragment of the opening of Living in the Past. i feeling quite embarrassed about my efforts there, but hope that gave you some idea. My next big influence was the Moody Blues and the song Nights in White Satin. The flute solo is a simple but beautiful melody. And the flute player was Ray Thomas, who was also a vocalist in the band. It's impossible to judge any of these flute solos in terms of quality, because the recordings from that time were basic. None of the refinement we have today but the tone is clear and steady, not much in the way of vibrato, but in tune and beautiful, lifting a great song even higher. I still listen uh, to the Mamas and Papa songs. Now they were a group of four, including the great Mama Cass, but the best voice I think was that of Denny Doherty. And one of my favorites is Dancing Bear from the album Creek Alley. Now Denny's voice is silky smooth. It's so expressive, beautifully in tune. Dancing Bears begins with a flute solo and it's quickly joined by oboe, bassoon and clarinet for a brief interlude before the guitars and the voice enters. A beautiful song. They also featured a big flute solo in California Dreaming, another major influence in my early flute years. This is a rare pop song that contains a flute solo and even more surprising, it's an alto flute. The jazz player, Bud Shank, a sax and flute player was brought to the session to play it. Denny Doherty told the story that when they were recording that song, they wanted a solo, but they didn't want the usual guitar solo. John Phillips, who was the founding member of the group, walked out into the hall of the Hollywood Recording Studio where they were, and Bud Shank was in that hallway as well. John grabbed him, brought him into the studio, Shank listened to the gap he was supposed to fill, and nailed it on the first take. I've always loved this solo, it's wonderfully constructed, My only problem today is that I hear it as being slightly sharp, but it's rock and it's a great solo. Moving on, uh, the next big influence was the group Focus, a progressive rock band formed in Amsterdam with Thijs van Leer, who not only played flute, but also keyboards and sang vocals. The song that struck a chord with me was Love Remembered from the album Focus Three, and that was written in 1972. Here's the opening. So that was the opening of the song Love Remembered, which was written by Focus on their album Focus 3. And uh, it features a wonderful, brilliant solo by Thijs van Leer. Now his father was a classically trained flutist and Thijs followed his father with a degree in flute and composition at the Conservatoire de Musique in Geneva. He also had lessons on the piano, orchestration and arranging. And Van Leer said that Steve Winwood, Traffic, Brown Wilson and the Beach Boys were the musical influences who helped inspire him to pursue rock music, along with Bella Bartok and Johann Sebastian Bach. He said, I suppose I wanted to reject what I was brought up on, but then I thought the combination of jazz and classical music could be used in rock. Well, how right he was. Now, My listening became very much more introverted while I was at college, being predominantly classical. Um, But in the last year, I joined the group Bamboozle, which was five flutes, bass, and drums. And we played arrangements of Glenn Miller, Gershwin, Flanders & Son, amongst many others. And we toured Europe and the States, as well as the UK. These were such fun concerts. And I love the contrast between these and my more formal classical recitals. And so we come to my last major influence, the incredibly talented and charismatic Nestor Torres. Now, Nestor has 15 recordings as a soloist, four Latin Grammy nominations, one Grammy nomination and one Latin Grammy. I first met him at one of the huge flute conventions in America uh, 30 years ago. He came to a concert I was giving and came to say hello afterwards. I didn't know anything about his playing but he told me he was performing the next evening and asked me along. This for me was a defining moment. I was mesmerised by the sheer brilliance and excitement of his compositions and his stunning playing with unbelievable technique and engaging stage charisma. It was all such incredible fun. I was immediately hooked and still listen to his many recordings today. He very kindly sent me some of his backing tracks some years ago, which I used many times in performances. It did though, take me months of work to try and work out what he was playing because there was no sheet music, but I persevered and eventually had slightly recognizable versions to play. One of my favorites is Treasures of the Heart from the album of the same name, along with the album Burning Whispers. So please go and listen. You won't be disappointed. That concludes my early musical flute influences way before I'd ever heard of James Gory or William Bennett. So do go and listen. There are of course many other examples of pop flute solos, including the Beatles, Men at Work, Donovan, Simon and Garfunkel, Manfred Mann, Cat Stevens and The Carpenters. Interesting that these are all from around 40 years ago. I'm showing my age. Have fun listening. Do write in with any podcast requests at our usual email address, flutepodcasts at gmail.com also you can follow us on our designated facebook page talking flutes or go on twitter and instagram at claire flute or at flute i'm off to walk the dogs on the beach now while the sun still shines so until next time keep safe and bye for now